Welcome to Route 66, our journey looking at the Bible. It's not Route 666. That would be a whole different thing altogether. That's not what we're talking about. This is our look at how the Bible came to be, and then it's a journey, a long journey, if you will, down Route 66 through the Bible as we look at a variety of things. Right now we're looking at where the Bible came from. Uh, we've been doing that over the past couple episodes. This is episode 5, and we would title this one, Fire the Canon. Fire the Canon. Um, this is where the New Testament came from. We've spent um, some time talking about the Old Testament. We've even talked about the Apocrypha just a bit. This is the New Testament. The history of the New Testament is um, much briefer, if you will. It was written within a period of 50 to 75 years. And that's where we get the books of the New Testament. You compare that to um, the expanse of the Old Testament, which was um, written over about a thousand different years of material that was gathered together. But deciding what books go into the New Testament, that also um, was an adventure. The writings of the New Testament, written in common or Koine Greek, consist of the histories of the life of Jesus. They're called Gospels. That word means good news. It has a history of the early church, the Acts of the Apostles, and letters written by leaders of the early church. Um, for example, the Apostle Paul. Um, and then the final book of the New Testament, Revelation, falls into its own category. It is apocalyptic literature. It's a Greek word meaning to reveal and refers to end-time prophecies. Now, by tradition, all the books in the New Testament are written by divine inspiration by Jesus' close followers called disciples or other leaders of the early church called apostles. And so, disciples were not necessarily apostles, but apostles were often called disciples. It doesn't matter, tomato, tomato, you got the idea. Yet, when these books were put together, when the early church leaders started looking at these books, they had to determine, and it was a daunting task, which were authentic, which were not. And so they went through a process known as canonization. This is a Greek word, canon, meaning rule or measure. In other words, each of these books that were going to be a part of the canon um, had to reach a certain set of standards to measure up to um, some degree of literature, authenticity, and authorship that would make them a part of that New Testament as we know it. It wasn't until the 4th century that St. Anathias, Bishop of Alexandria, Egypt, made an authoritative pronouncement fixing the number of books that we know today at the present 27. That became forever what we know today as the New Testament. And so, that's where it came from. That's what it took to make the cut. The end result is we have an amazing book that is loaded with truth, inspired by God, that we can use as a guidebook for life. So, when someone wants to criticize or critique the Bible, they will say, well, it's imperfect because the books were selected by man. Yes. But it's loaded with books that were inspired by God. And great care was taken to figure out which books were included and which were not. And it's so important that even the ones that weren't 
are certainly something that we're aware of, and the reasons they weren't are pretty understandable, which is why over this series to this point, we've talked about the Old Testament, the Apocrypha, the New Testament, and we will continue our look on Route 66 as we journey through the Bible next time.